Greetings, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Reimagining Roswell, a pure fandom podcast dedicated to the new, amazing, yet-to-be-aired CW Alien show, and it's slated to hit TVs, I think, in 2019, but not official. Uh, I'm Meg Bonney, and with me, as always, is my lovely, beautiful, amazing co-host, Liz. Hi, guys. That was sweet. I know, right? I just love you so much. Oh, I love you, too. So in this episode, we're going to break down the latest casting news, and things are going to get a little musical. Okay. Um, I, we have to say, this episode was your idea, Meg, and you had this idea before the buzz about the idea this week, and I want to give you props for that, because this is, this is awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, we'll get in more into why and what our musicalness is after we talk casting and directing news, but... Yeah, I'll explain where the inspiration came from. Not from the wine that we're holding, Chels, but yeah, we'll get there. First, let's talk about casting news because we haven't had a lot of news except for the fact that the show got picked up. So this is exciting. Let's dive in. Liz, why don't you take it away? Thanks, girl. Um, I'm raising my glass of, what is this? Geisen Sauve Blanc because that's what my mom drinks. Even though I'm a red girl, I made my husband go to the wine store, AKA Safeway grocery (laughs) like right now as we record. So if things get weird, it's because I'm drinking Sauve Blanc. Yeah. White wine. Get it. Get it. Um, okay. So I'm super excited. Um, as you know, Meg, I'm a huge TBDU fan. I love that it's officially called the Vampire Diaries universe now and star of the originals. May she rest. Um, Riley Vocal joins Roswell, New Mexico. Riley played um, Freya Michelson, which is one of the fiercest women on the CW network. Such an amazing character. When she was introduced in the originals, I was like, no, don't throw another sibling in. Like, we only want the core four. Like, stop it. She is one of my favorites. She's so badass. She's a witch, like a proper witch before this, like, big witch craze came about. She was the cool witch on a TV show. Um, and I guess she's going to play uh, one of Max's friends that he works with. So she's going to be the quote-unquote scrappy, sexy, and cool Cameron, the quick-witted partner at Sheriff's Department. And with, you know, everyone looking at those sunsets of Nathan Parsons, someone's got to bring them back down to earth, pun intended. And I think it's going to be Cameron. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like she's going to check him. Yeah. Like she's not going to be like, you can't smolder me. Put your smolder away, sir. Right. Your smolder for someone else. Okay. What you say will be held against you. And it's they, I don't know what they say, but um, yeah, she's going to be like a sheriff deputy person. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Get it girl. And then not casting news, but director news. Um, the original Liz Parker from the original OG Roswell, the first adaptation of the book series for television. She is going to be directing an episode, which I think is super cool. Um, She spilled the beans on her Twitter. A fan had asked her about what she's been up to, I think because her show Unreal, which I don't watch that show, but I've heard amazing things about it. Mm -hmm. I think it's coming to an end or has ended. So someone asked her, like, what's up next for you? And she said, and I quote, I'm going to direct an episode of Roswell in October. 
Like how cool is that? That and Karina confirmed it on her Twitter also. And I think it's just really nice to see, you know, in light of all of the some backlash that we've seen in reboots lately, having that, you know, like camaraderie and like the fact that she's coming on to direct and just really throwing her support behind the show. I think it's awesome. And I'm very excited. I agree with you. Sheree Appleby seems just kind of like a, I don't know, just like good vibes, like just super chill and awesome. And, you know, the show, it has a female showrunner. She's supporting Karina. She's supporting the new cast. And it's not like, unless it's a reboot, like, um, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a reboot, like Twin Peaks use the same cast. Like, unless it's something like that, not a teen soap, like you're not going to bring back everybody that was in the team, you know, it's just, it, 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 it was done. Um, so I like that there's just good vibes behind this. Agreed. It's nice. It's nice to see that support and not just like, Oh, I support Hope it does well, you know, like random message, not to like belittle those, but like, she's like, Oh, I'm coming. I'm going to be there and I'm going to be behind the camera. And I think that's really cool. So good job. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yay! Me too, girl. And then also exciting news. They officially started shooting on the 13th. So yay, congratulations. Holla, holla. If you follow them all on Instagram, the cast and crew, they're posting the most beautiful shots of New Mexico, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And it's, oh, I have like travel envy. I've never been. I'd love to go. I went to Albuquerque. It's like... It's ridiculous. Like, it's hard to talk to people because I, you know, I, I live in the land of nothing. It's all the land of trees. We've got cows. Kenosha and, is beautiful, girl. You know, oh, my gosh. The lakefront of Kenosha, you can ask my husband. I born and raised here, like, millionth generation here. And every time we go to the lake, I'm like, we're so lucky. And Mike, like, my husband <laughs> openly mocked me. He's like, Meg, Meg, are we lucky? And I'm like, yes, we're fucking lucky. We are yes, lucky we're fucking- that we live here. It's so gorgeous, but like it, New Mexico is a different kind of gorgeous, like mountains and like the sunsets there are like Nathan Parsons-esque sunsets, you know? Nathan Parsons. Nathan Parsons. I think it took us a couple minutes to to whisper his name, so. I know. You know? Sorry about the three times we may have mentioned this before whispering it, so we'll, we'll have to catch up Nathan Parsons. Okay, I feel like we set the world right. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. There we go. Yep. We clicked our heels three times, and we back in Kansas. Or, you know, New Mexico. Or New Mexico, whatever. Every time I hear you say Santa Fe, I want to start singing Newsies. I'm just going to, like, let you know as I drink more of this wine. Okay. Because we're about to get musical. But to say, it fits the theme. It does fit the theme. So, do you hear my lisp? I just got my lisp on, but you know, whatever, wine, um, musical. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Liz. So the reason that we are doing a musically themed episode of our podcast is because when we were in San Diego and we went to that like super secret offsite, offsite, Mm -hmm. had to go on a scary highway to get there offsite. Oh wow. my God. For, you need to, okay, girl. <laughs> Everyone needs to know that Meg is not just afraid of lakes that she also loves in her town. Meg also has a fear of highways, like a I legitimate do. fear. But that, that guy was driving like a psychopath. I will give you that. 
Yes, he was. And like, shout out to our Uber driver who I can't remember her name that drove us back. And I was like, thank you for driving like a normal human because that dude was trying to like kill us. Like, if you kill me before I meet Karina, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. I know. But yeah, sorry. Not to sidetrack. No, you're fine. Yeah. So we went there. We took, you know, we, we took it all in. We drank our beer and they also mentioned something and I don't know why it stuck with me. I could, you know, I do know why it stuck with me because my dream job, side note, has always been to be like a musical director for specifically like a CW show where the angst is real. And Mm -hmm. when she mentioned, so Karina had mentioned that in, you know, the pilot and the episodes to follow, they're going to use a lot of 90s songs, which is like, yeah, I came, I came of age. In the That's 90s. our jam. We yeah. were like, wait, hold on a minute. Am I going to get flashbacks of my eighth grade dance and my prom? Yeah. Yes, please. That was like our peak angsting days. So we were just like, wait, what? So when we got, you know, back to reality, mm-hmm. I was like, Leos, do you remember when she said about the 90s, you know, the, the 90s songs? I was like, what if we just like pick our own? We don't know what's going to be in the show. Let's go through like what we would want to see based on what we already know about Roswell, New Mexico, um, kind of our Karina vibes. And then it just kind of took off from there. And like Liz mentioned before on Twitter this week, like Karina has been tweeting about the 90 songs and um, the lead singer of third eye blind. She tagged him in something, thanking him for getting a song cleared. So it's fate. I know. And it all happened. Like we're already working on our song choices for this episode. So it's for cool. It's for exciting. But yeah. It's also um, like I think these songs are a mix of which is going to be so hilarious to hear why you picked your song choices. I almost wish we didn't tell each other what the song choices were, but I'm glad we did because I have a lot of questions for you based on your song choices yeah. because a lot of my song choices were based on like what I would have in my Walkman, like falling asleep to in bed, like everyone of that age crying and listening to. And what's crazy about that is that, um, now that would give me so much anxiety to like have headphones on and falling (laughs) asleep with music. Like my anxiety would be through the fucking roof. Is that terrible? No. I mean, think about like nineties tech, like it's amazing. We made it through honestly I know those big ass things like on our ears Mm -hmm. and like I remember being like shocked by my headphones in the 90s and like you know the 2000s so yeah good 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 thing we we survived we're here times Mm -hmm. so we also don't really know back to like the music we don't really know why the 90s music is going to be a big thing because we know that it's going to be set present day or at least that's what they told us in San Diego um so my theory as to why like 90s music is going to be brought up is like there's, you know, the Crash Down Cafe. We saw that in the trailer um, that maybe like they have a jukebox there and it's not been updated. So like when Liz hears these songs, she's just like, oh, you know, brings her right back like she never left. And I thought that would be a cool way to like bring those songs in or just because like the 90s songs are so angsty and like even if you're you know, 30 years old, you listen to some of those songs, like it brings your ass right back. Like it brings you right back to being a teenager and that like emotion and like that high intensity, everything is like the end of the world, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Like they were so good at that. 
people were fucking angry. That's why pop princesses came about right after that phase because people were fucking angry. Like I was angry and I didn't even know why. I was just like, oh, okay, these these grunge rockers are just throwing shit into speakers, so I'm going to be real mad about it. I got also, nothing to be mad about, but okay. I was always cold, so, like, I was a big fan of the flannel. Not going to lie. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing this? Like, now I don't want to tie it around my waist. I'm just going to wear it. I'm going to wear it because I'm chilly. Well, see, I was that loser that would have leggings that my mom would make me put socks over because my parents got married when they were 18 on their spring break of high school. And they weren't even pregnant with me, so there's that. They're just in love and awesome. But the downfall of that is my mom still thought that was cool because she was 16 in, like, 1984. So she'd be like, oh, hon, just wear your, like, saddle leggings with some poof socks over it. Meanwhile, I was pining for, you know, Todd over there with the flannel who was all broody, and I looked like a new kids on the block groupie. So, I, I, but I mean, when I went to bed, I listened to angsty music. I was still angry. I was angry about my poof socks. I love that you call them um, saddle leggings. Do you mean strut pants as the like rest of the universe called them? Fork off, Meg. <laughs> I'm drinking white wine. Are they called, what are they called? Stirrups. Stirrup pants. Not saddle leggings. Although I think the saddle leggings should be a thing. <laughs> I think that actually sound that may actually be a sex act that I did in college and not the actual leggings. I mean, hey. Saddle leggings sound sexual. Saddle leggings does sound sex- very mm-hmm. sexual. <laughs> like more sexual than Nathan Parsons. Nathan Parsons. Okay, can we speaking of Nathan Parsons, um, can you tell us what our first category is? Okay, so here's how it's gonna go, y'all. We picked five to six I think we kept adding them because we got real real deep into this 90s jam thing <laughs> um I, and then we we we're gonna pick our songs based on these categories so our our first category in our song choices on the Mexico 90s jams is Nathan Parsons looking Nathan at a Parsons. Time. so you have to imagine I and I realize his name is actually Max in the show but it's, no, it's not, not it's not sexy <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, it's Nathan fucking Parsons. Like, Nathan, we're going to – I mean, we'll acknowledge you as Max, but they already said at the Aisha Tyler panel in San Diego that you're basically already him, but just not an alien. So, yeah, there's that. That we know of. That we know of. Okay, so Nathan Parsons, Nathan Parsons, looking at a sunset song. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to turn it over to Liv because we're going to let her go first. Okay. Okay. Um, so the first one is Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Black Hole Sun, won't you come? Wash R.I.P. Chris Cornell. Um, I just feel like, well, firstly, I think Nathan Parsons is 31 in the wrong era. Like, he was supposed to be 31 in 1994. Yeah. He was. 
And that's fine. Like, we'll take him as is because I think he is like a sex pot and he's not trying to be, which is what is going to shoot him off into even more like babedom when the show takes off because it will because aliens. Um, but Black Hole Sun, like, it's just so it's like proper grunge. Like, I, I hope that they get into some proper grunge with this, because if you're going to go 90s, like you got to honor some 90s, you know, mm-hmm. maybe dirty it up a little dirty it up a little bit. Just, you don't have to totally dirty it. Like, I mean, you know, I got some like beat boppity shit later on in this podcast, but if we're talking about like, he's not looking at the sunset, you know, and list like hearing the like gladiator song, you know, like, you know where like Russell Clowes floating? That's not what he's hearing. He's hearing fucking Soundgarden, okay? Or my second choice was obviously Stellar by Incubus. I mean, the lyrics alone, meet me in outer space. We could spend the night, watch the earth come up. I've grown tired of this place. I mean, that screams alien. It's an angry love song for Nathan and Liz. You mean Max and Liz. Uh It's creepy when we use one and the other, but I like it because it's Nathan Parsons. Nathan Parsons. So those are my choices. I mean, do you approve? I super approve. Also, when I look at sunsets, I hear Liz singing random songs I don't know and really like earthy vibes, uh, specifically Moana's songs. Hashtag. I have crossed the horizon to find you. That mm-hmm. shit tears my fucking soul up. When she puts that heart back into Feedy. Oh my gosh. And when like. She- she melts away and she's like, wait, I'm actually a beautiful fucking earth goddess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Should we watch that for the first time? Sorry. Sorry. You guys are used to this shit by now. I know. Um, Side note. So I watched that for the first time with my daughters and we're like all sitting on the couch and we like turned off the light and we listened to the soundtrack a whole bunch before and we Mm -hmm. hadn't made it to the theater suit. So we saw it in our living room. And I was already, like, super fucking into the song, just like, oh, my God, I felt him in my soul. Mm-hmm. And then we watched it, and my, my youngest daughter, she turns to me, and she's like, Mommy, why is your face wet? Because oh. I'm feeling this movie in it's every inch of my core. It's so just like, good. Oh. Yes. All right. Because we didn't have that shit when we were young. Hell no. I mean, like, I don't – well, I will say, like, the closest thing to that would be – Obviously Lion King, but it was a bit more like their stuff was feels mixed with campy. But then you had Tarzan, which was a good soundtrack. That was a pretty feelsy soundtrack. Phil Collins. Collins. Get it. He was I'm sorry. I choked on my white wine. (laughs) My God. Eric, where's my red wine? Oh my gosh. Eric Prue. Hashtag Eric Prue forever. I swear I'm a good wife. I promise. He's a good man. Okay. What's your pick? What's your pick for Nathan Parsons looking at the sunset song? Okay. My Nathan Parsons looking at a sunset song 
is Black by Pearl Jam. The angst in that song and like how you can feel everything that Eddie Vedder is feeling while he sings. It's just like, I don't know. It's like you were there with him while he's just like yelling about his feelings. And it's, I don't know. I love that song. It is a song I have on like every writing playlist because it just like makes you feel emotions. And I feel like this character... And just kind of what we've seen so far of him, he's going to be kind of like this like strong, silent type is going to internalize a lot of his emotions. So I don't know. You just need like that, like internal feely song for him where it's just like, dude, we know, we know by your look and how you're looking at that sunset, what you're feeling and like, oh, Pearl Jam. Oh my God. Pearl, oh Pearl, Jeremiah. Oh my God. That was perfect. Thank you. I love it. You know what? I will say I never like, I never listened to Pearl Jam. I think I was just a little bit too young and Pearl Jam is Eric's all time life forever band, like forever. And we have given his favorite album is the Vitology album. And we've given that quite a bit of listen, and I get it now, man. Well, I think also, like me, me and Mr. Prue are about the same age. I think he's like a year older than me, and I'm like a couple years older than you. So, like, mm-hmm. we were at a, a different hormonal stage in life when Eddie Vedder was just like singing his guts out. Saddle pants. Yeah, you had saddle pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had playing a lot. Actually, no, I had like really large men men's t-shirts that didn't fit me that I thought were super cool and like blue eyeshadow yeah it was a dark time it was a dark time Liz. <laughs> listen to black <laughs> pearl jam feeling real sorry about my hair I'm like why why is my hair the way it is yeah it was some dark times I'm so glad I didn't like blossom until later not that there's anything worth like pining for right now but the fact that I was this weird, skinny, olive-skinned, like, curly, afro-haired girl that wasn't allowed to shave her black-haired legs for a really long time, like, I'm pretty thankful for that looking back. Because, I don't know, I would have been, like, some nasty kind of hoe or something. So I'm going to embrace it. I think growing up being just, like, a hot effing mess and my mom not even allowing me to try to be pretty – you know, like, <laughs> girl, this is what you is sort of thing. Um, <laughs> I had to develop a great personality. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have anything else. There's something else happening for me. <laughs> so thank you, Mom, if you're listening. Thank you you're for great. letting me pick out my own clothing because jam. Because <laughs> jam. <laughs> Didn't have to um, worry about boys back then. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or girls. No one wanted to tap this shit. I'll tell you yep. that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So All the right. next category is Liz and Max flashback dance bop. So 
I feel like there's always, anytime there's a flashback, there's like a happy song. And we had to include this because in the trailer that we got, that we saw, which you can find on purefandom.com, there was kind of like a dancey in the car sort of scene when they were clearly a little bit younger. Max was looking much happier and not so like downtrodden. Nathan Parsons. Um, He was like, Nathan Parsons. He was, yeah, he was in a whispery staring at the sunset. He was like, hot damn, it's a sunset. My name's Nathan Parsons. I'm playing Max. And he was just like a happy fella. So we needed oh, God. To, we needed a dance bop. So Liz, what is your dance bop? All right, I got two. My first one is Two Princes by Spin Doctors. I imagine it. I imagine this like standing in the corner at a dance. No one's really dancing. Um, she's by the punch bowl. He's looking over at her. And because it's probably 1999 between 2001 prom, if they're in their early 30s, then she's clearly wearing um, some sort of like uh, light fuchsia satin prom dress. Um, or there's, uh, I know that was right around when lime green sparkles were a thing. Yes. Uh, she's wearing something like that. Spin Doctors is playing in the background. And then my second choice is, uh, because it's 1999 and you know, they played this shit. Heartbreaker by Mariah Carey. yeah oh my god i was so obsessed with mariah carey all through the 90s i thought she was just like heaven opened its gates and sent down an angel and her fucking name was mariah carey and she was gonna break your windows and she was gonna sing and And she was gonna you know she's my all right, Mariah Carey, you know what I, someone says something about Mariah Carey, you know what I say? Tell me. 18 number ones. That's what I fucking say. She is my goddess. She is my queen. I don't care what anyone says. You know when I started calling my birthdays anniversaries? Because that's what Mariah Carey does. They're anniversaries. <gasps> that is genius. I don't care what anyone says about Mariah Carey. If you say you don't like Mariah Carey, you know what I say? I don't know her. Pointing right back to you. Because get out. Yes. Oh my God. That. So back, back in the day, youngsters, we watched music videos mm-hmm. where an artist put it on the TV and her music videos, like they were like, they took your teenagers and they molded them into a beautiful thing and they put some like people in them. It's just like, I can remember parts of my life based on Mariah Carey's videos and like where I was and like heartbreaker. I was like, I figured out how to do eyeliner. Yeah. Like I love her. I love it. That is a great, that is a great song. It's such a jam. I mean, that was a great album, you know, and then you got, um, 
Like people always forget about, we belong together. Who am I gonna lean on when times get her up? Like that is a fucking feel song, okay? There's some soul in that shit. So I don't know, maybe that song will play when they come back from like college break for the summer and then we belong together. I'm gonna throw that one in the ring too. Do you okay? So I was obsessed, like obsessed with Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. I was also obsessed with Boy Meets World, but because I'm drinking wine, I meant to say Boy Boys to Men. <laughs> but we can talk about Boy Meets World at a later date, right? Not. Um, but the duet that she did, where it was like all the people that died, and like I don't know, whatever. You're, you know, what I'm talking about the Mariah Carey song with Boys to Men. One sweet day. One sweet day. One sweet day. Yes. Yeah. Like that. Oh my gosh. We could do like a whole podcast about Mariah Carey and her amazing. And boys to men. And, and boys I to thank men. you. Thank you. And I feel had enough. You never turned around. You were right there. And I thank you. Thank you. Okay. So my, I have two picks also because as we got into this, we could not, like we spent. We couldn't keep much it time. Long. We're like, oh, my God, remember this song? Remember this song? We were so excited. So Mm -hmm. my Liz and Max flashback dance bop choice, number one, is Semi-Charn Life by Third Eye Blind. So good. It's just do 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 And like, have you ever been happier listening to so many drug references? No, you haven't. It's amazing. And then my second choice is a ridiculous top tier classic, Mbop by Hanson. I mean, I mean, come on. You can't have the 90s without Hanson. And I remember specifically when that shit came out because, one, I thought Taylor was a girl, and I was like, good on you, girl. Sing your heart out. And then I remember I got a really bad haircut, and they're, like, really short. It was the first time I went really, really short. did not work out well for me in junior high. And there's a line, like, lose all your hair in Mbop. And I remember my best friend singing that to me and then laughing, and I was like, <gasps> How dare you betray me, Taylor? We're girls. What are you doing to me? What but it was actually a boy. <laughs> I was like, you know, the sister. The sister and her brothers. But, you know, whatever. He was ma- wearing maroon. I had a maroon coat. It happens. But, yeah, those are my two, like, dance bops that I loved from the 90s. They're so good. I think Out of the Vein, that Third Eye Blind album, um, that has, like, a – Oh well, God, it's got Crystal Baller, Blinded. Um, oh shit, what's that one called? Uh, I can't get away from you. Are you talking about Hanson? No, no, no okay. Third Eye Blind, Out of the Vein. Oh. It's so right. good. It was um, uh, it has a song in there called Misfits. It's like we are the misfits, the freaks, and it was. Uh, this is when I was like super obsessed with one of these stoner guys. 
and he was so hot and he like never paid attention to me but we would always be in his car and he would always play this album and I was like oh yeah I love you so much but he was really in love with my best friend so that's great there's mm-hmm. your pilot write that shit I'd watch it I know it. right what, I just watch it. like me being sad the whole time listening to Third Eye Blind I, I would watch that, it I mean that is like your teenage years in the 90s being sad that a boy doesn't like you listening to Third Eye Blind Pretty much. I mean, that's it. I, I'm i with you. I know. So, the third day blind, amazing. Like I said, he apparently gave Karina rights to a song to use mm-hmm. in the show. We don't know which one yet. Um, complete side note, because I didn't really put this one in a category, but I heard it on Sirius XM radio 90s channel. When I was driving, I was like, oh my God, this is the perfect Liz and Max song. So this is just a random mention song third eye blind how's it gonna be <gasps> like when we don't oh so like oh. that song like is so and i remember side note i remember hearing that song when mike and i my husband now husband i dated him right after high school like my first love my first like oh my god boyfriend Mikey. Then we, then we broke up and like pined for him for years and like i remember i would listen to that song and like like, I, how can you, like, have such strong feelings for someone that you actually don't know anymore? Like, mm-hmm. I, could, I could see him, and I know who he is as a person in his soul, but I don't know him anymore. Like, I don't know what he does. I don't know what his job is. And, like, I remember, like, I would hear that song, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucking true. And I don't know why it didn't occur to me sooner when we were doing, like, all of our song lists for this that How's It Gonna Be by Third Eye Blind is such a, like, Liz and Max song because it was a Megan Mike song because you know then we got back together later in life and it was just like oh my god that is the sweetest shit I've ever heard my god and then the notebook came out while him and I were broken up and I was like oh no we're gonna run together on a pier even though we hate water (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna find some swans and we're gonna take a boat ride just kidding none of that happened we watched Supernatural in my living room chills that's the way to do it. I See, I love that. I was just really fucking sad for a really long time. No guy wanted me. No one I was in love with. It was really depressing. But what's good about that is that when I met Eric, my now husband, it was legitimately love at first sight. And we've been best fucking friends since. I will um, attest to I've seen you guys together. And as someone who's ridiculously in love with her husband and happy, like, you guys are like – Oh my god! Oh, you can't even get there. Like you stop are it. Amazing. Well, you and you're stop. both amazing humans. You no. guys are amazing humans. I love Mick, and I love you. Welcome to the. We're just gonna talk about each other. Love <laughs> that we're gonna pretend's a Roswell podcast. It's Chill. the white wine. <laughs> it's the. It's bringing out the motions. It's bringing out the motions. Like my goodness. Well, uh. speak. Speaking of motions, um, oh God, our next so category. Excited. I don't mean to. Sorry. <gasps> 90 songs, they make you not be able to breathe. That's a thing. Okay, so our next category is Almost Kisses songs. Liz, what is your Almost Kisses song? Wild Horses, The Sundays.
here's the thing. This mm-hmm. belongs to another 90s show, but it not exclusively. And in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, in the finale of season three, when Angel leaves, she just got the award at prom and she's in that pink satin motherfucking prom dress. Mm-hmm. And he walks in and he says, this doesn't mean, and she says, Shh, I know. And he just showed up for her and they danced to this and that wild horses couldn't keep you away. I mean, I would ball my freaking eyes out. Like I bawled my eyes out to that the other day while we were looking this shit up and I'm happy as hell, <laughs> but that stuff's sad. Oh my God. Okay. So yes, that song is so very like, like this love story that no matter what happens, these two people that are trying to be together and like life just keeps getting in the way, but like their souls can't be torn apart. Like, Oh, nope. that is just, and like, I love Spike and Buffy, but that scene and that song in mm-hmm. Buffy with Angel and Buffy, is just like, I don't care who you ship, who you love iconic and perfect song for that type of love and the love story we know we're going to get with Liz and Max. Very good choice. And Buffy said, Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar said at the Entertainment Weekly reunion, she's like, her one true love was, like, she's not saying she didn't love Spike and Spike wasn't a love of hers, but Angel was Buffy's one true love. You know, it was pure love. And so I, I will, I'm just stating for the record, I'm not saying I don't love Spike because I've moderated it for James Marsters like a hundred times and he's the most incredible human, but Buffy was, or Angel was Buffy's one true love. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So like, absolutely. I totally agree. And like that song completely captured that type of love and that like first love and that like, it's so powerful like wild horses you just can't stop it Aww. not even circumstances or his own spinoff so my almost kisses song is crash into me by dave matthews band you got your ball you got your chain tied to me tight time you're who's got the claws in you my so like the lyrics of this song it's it almost feels like dave matthews read the roswell high books and was like i'm gonna pen this about liz and max right now and it's like these two people that like their souls are just on this collision course and all of these things stand in their way but it doesn't matter because they're just like boom like, you've got your stuff, and I've got my stuff, but, like, when they're together, it's, you can't stop it. And, you know, it crashed into me, like an alien crashing into Earth. Her, her, her. The puns are too good, and I don't care what anyone says. If you're over DMB, if you're not over Dave, that song is a wonderful song. It's a beautiful song. And I think it's been long enough to where – People haven't heard that song in so long that they're like, oh, yes, let's bring that song back. Like, it's time, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Like, that song, I remember listening to that song and just, like, 
I don't even know who I was pining for because obviously who gives a shit at this point, but like I know. whatever Teen Mag was all about back then, just like that song, just like, oh, it brought it out. And it's it's such a good like piney, like angsty song, but also just a really beautiful song. I Thank love you, it. Matthew's fan. So our next category, which is one of my favorite categories and we had the most fun with for some reason. Oh my God. It's I'm just so jazzed. So- it's so 90s. So a broody alien song, a.k.a. the Vlambe song. Vlambe! If, if you're not familiar with that, that is like the most broody, the most angsty character. And that is Michael. And wait, what is his character name? Is his character name also Michael? See, here's the problem. I keep calling them by their real names. Because yes. I, I don't know what the Vlambe is, but I feel like I should be a part of it. You know what I, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like we need to be in it. Hold on. Let's look. Oh, I just Googled um, Michael Vlamis, and there's there are a lot of headshots. A lot. He's got a great jawline. Way to go, Michael. Good oh on my you, gosh. sir. He's from Chicago. Oh, yeah. His character name is Michael, so I didn't make that up. So, yes, we do. We cross the actor name, character name a lot on our podcast because we like to whisper Nathan Parsons. But his character name is Michael, so I did not confuse that. So it's Vlamis is his last name, but I want to say it's Vlambase because it's more like fan base. Vlambase. Like, I think we should say his loud because we whisper Nathan, but I feel like Michael Vlamis should be. Vlambase. I mean, and he's a, he's a, he's a region rat. Like he's a a Midwest uh, guy. He's our guy. So we got some gray skies in the winter from december to fucking march songs for you oh and he has curly hair and as a sister of the curls as you and i both are we'd like to welcome him into our midwestern curly haired cult of awesomeness where like it's never humid enough and almost too humid to ever be wonderfully curly Mm -hmm. but we we do what we got to do 100 percent. and michael we just want to let you know we're not just saying that because we're like oh we're from the same area no we understand like when you had to shower and go to school in the dead of winter and you would put like la looks level 14 in your hair because that's all you fucking knew and you could break a curl off walking from your car or the bus into the school we were there yeah we no, get I you did. i did okay? that happens 100 percent. yeah oh yeah all the time oh memories okay so our broody alien song aka blambe song liz what is your pick um i have two picks uh and the first one's obvious but it's so good uh smells like teen spirit by nirvana So good. Um, actually, I lied. I have three picks. Mm. So I don't think we even need to say like why Teen Spirit's good, just because. I mean, it's one of the greatest rock songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, with my other man, so I have. I, I don't think even you know this, Meg. So there's Mariah Carey, and then there's Dave Grohl. <gasps> like, yeah. 
Dave Grohl is like the fact that he's such an amazing dad and just like goofy, awesome dude. I just love him. I love his mom. They're just wonderful. I don't even know you guys and I love you. Yeah. So there's that Nirvana. Um, actually makes me ashamed I didn't pick a Foo Fighter song for Vlam, but maybe in the next time. Um, second one is Loser by Beck. So- Just because I can see him like breaking out of the jail or something, you know, and like walking out to that. I don't know. Like real sassy, like. Mm hmm. I like it. And then my third song for him is Self Esteem, The Offspring. Or literally anything by Offspring. Oh, my God. Offspring is so 90s and, like, that. I mean that in the highest of compliments. I love mm-hmm. them. I love oh, yeah. Them. For sure. <clears throat> okay. So what were your picks? My picks, I'm I'm getting real broody. Like, I listened to this shit when I was, like, slamming my door. Anti-parents, like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm, a, I'm an adult. But I was an adult, like, by any stretch of the imagination. Karma Police by Radiohead. Karma Police, night, it buzzes like a fridge, like a that song and like, just like, basically every song from Radiohead, like so creep, good. like so much angst and like. I just remember listening to it, be like, "Oh my god!" Like, you guys fucking get me. Like, and I wasn't even oh. high, which is like dramatic as shit. And I just, I, I don't know, like that that song and like the way that his character is already kind of portrayed in in the trailer, just like this like rough and tumble, like fuck off society, fuck off my brother, and you know I, I'm an alien, but like why do I have to hide being awesome? Like just that really like broodiness. I think that's a perfect song for him. And then my other song kind of is just a little bit of a nod to Karina and like all of the, you know, TVD universe people that we're, we're seeing pulled in because it starts off with the world is a vampire. So it's bullets with butterfly wings. Fuck yeah. Hopkins. Such a good jam. That song and that band in the 90s was like, if you wanted to rage out and like blast some shit in your car and be pissed off at the world, like that was Smashing Pumpkins. And if his character is anything like we think his character is going to be, like that is the Vlam Bass song right there. Boom. Done. Smash those pumpkins, Vlam. Don't smash my pumpkins. I work so hard. (laughs) He's got such a great last name. He really does. That's a rad last. That that's a kid from Chicago last name. Like you know how many. Like he's got to be Polish. Like all my friends from Chicago land, their last names are like Bysko, Barchetowitz, Barchowski, Manowitz, mm-hmm. Brasovin. 
they're all like these real like vlambas. So, like my last name is actually my maiden name is Pohop, but it was really Porokov. I love saying Pochop because that's more fun. That's well, it's spelled that way. Well, not anymore. Now I'm Prue. I'm You're Mrs. Prue. Prue. You are Mrs. Prue. Chills. So, Mrs. Prue, mm-hmm. our next category, which was actually suggested by you, is Liz, not Liz you, Liz, mm-hmm. Liz character Liz, sitting in her childhood room, brooding about sunsets with Max slash Nathan Parsons. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just had to add this category. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, don't speak by no doubt. Well, I don't want to know. No doubt. No doubt. They were it's so just, 90s. Oh, they I were love them. so 90s. So good. And Gwen Stefani was just like, still is, but just this bad bitch with like quirky hair and like wore crop tops before they were cool. She had these awesome pants. She had these combat boots and this fierce lipstick. Like I lived for it in my saddle pants and that's my choice. So I kind of like all of my fashion tips came from her aside from the crop top because, like, nobody wanted to see this very, very white, not tan. I do. I mean, like, fine now, but, like, in junior high, like, no, no, we're just going to cover that up. So, like, I did all of my shopping at, like, vintage shops, and I found these, like, ridiculously cool plaid pants, and I was like, Gwen Stefani, can you hear me? Like, she would have loved them. I wore the shit out of them with, like, my random little boys softball uniform shirts that I found at vintage stores. That that was my, like, attire. And it was, like, very much no doubt, you know, inspired. I love her. Because you're a babe. Thanks, Mrs. Peru. So my 90s jam of Liz sitting in her childhood room brooding about Max is I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Tell me why it ain't nothing but a party. Tell me why it ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never want to hear you say I want it that way. Like everyone had their fucking like before Game of Thrones, before, you know, Harry Potter houses, you had your your boy band and that was like the sigil that you flew and you picked one and that's who you fucking like ride or died with. And mine was Backstreet Boys. Like I love NSYNC now. I love JT now. Sans the whole like Janet Jackson debacle. Like, dude, you should have gone down too. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but Backstreet Boys was like my, like I would have, I've, gone to war for them and I probably still would I mean if they called me right now and they're like Meg I'll go for it. like yes yes I fucking would Brian yes I would Brian Latrell I'm here for you Kevin was mine until yeah um I think here's the here's the thing Meg I love you but I need to tell you something tell me girl at my wedding there was only one request to the DJ and it was, he's not allowed to play a Backstreet Boys song only because I was ride or die millennium album, but my brothers were such big NSYNC fans to this day. 
you can't play a Backstreet Boys song. They were like, honestly, they were more boy by four boy band fans than I was. Is they, Marty there? Is your brother in that home right now? Because I need to have some words. Justin Timberlake is an actual god to them, like an actual deity. Yeah. I, so, I mean, like, but I want it that way. And why you're fire? Like that's my shit. Okay, the all the all those white suits in that airport. It didn't make sense, but I was living for it. Yes, I signed then, up. So I yeah. That was, they were my jam. I feel like if I was crushing on a boy, like Backstreet Boys had a song for it. I could go to them. Like NSYNC was more like, do I want to dance? NSYNC. Do I want to feel my feelings? Backstreet Boys. Also like Halloween dancing, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. They're back. All right. They actually didn't go away. Oh my God. Did you do that on purpose? All right. All right. <gasps> All right. Oh God. Okay. What okay. is the fi- what are the final what's the final category? So this category is random but necessary 90s song. So this is just as we were listening to all of these songs and picking our choices and falling back in love with the Backstreet Boys because oh my god, they're amazing. It was just like the songs that we realized were so good in the 90s that we wanted to hear. So Liz, what's your first one? Buddy Holly by Weezer. I just feel like it's in every good, and not for any, I can't decide what scene this would be in or anything, but it's just a great, maybe it's something as they're like getting out of the car to go into work or whatever for like that lay motif shot where you're just getting that aerial fucking gorgeous view of the mountains. Like, I don't know, buddy Holly by Weezer is playing. It's just a solid nineties jam, right? It is. And well, they're going to be in the crash down cafe and the video for that. They were in the happy days cafe, which is quote oh. unquote filmed in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's not actually set there, but yeah, I think that's really cool. And I think that would be a great tie in. Perfect. Nice. And my second song is Criminal by Fiona Apple. I've been a bad, bad girl. I've been careless with a delicate man. And I was thinking this could be like maybe after Liz makes out with Trevino because she shouldn't have done it because Nathan Parsons is currently listening to Pearl Jam looking at the sunset while she's like boinking Trevino in the car. So we have like you know, a little behind the scenes here. We have some notes about the show when we talk about stuff. And when I read that, I don't know why, like, my head did not convert that Liz from the show. I was just like, oh, Liz wants to talk about making out with Trevino. All right, that's fine. We'll do that. <laughs> no, that's a thing. But I'm with you now. I remember that from the trailer. But, you know, whatever. Get it, girl. You yeah. fantasize. You fan- anyway. I'll, I'll do whatever, Okay. Those you know. long, cold winters, you know, you do you. Mm-hmm. You're for you. With my LA looks. Yes. Oh my God. I remember that gel. Like I vividly can still smell that gel. Remember like the, how big the bottle was and how fucking sticky that green shit I, is. Everything got or like, blue. So, so fucking <sighs> sticky. The cap was sticky. The bottle was sticky. <gasps> Your hair I mean, was sticky. I would, you know, I would, so what I would do when I would get out of the shower is I would 
get out of the shower, and then I would run my hair in cold water in the sink. Mm-hmm. So with the curls, you know, would like mush together naturally. Then I would just towel dry it slowly. Then I would <laughs> squirt that fucking nasty ass shit out and like slather it up and crunch it into my hair. And then I would take my mom's, um, what was it? It was like a silver can. It wasn't Aquanut. But Aquanut. It was, like, it was like modern day Aquanut though. It was like the, what the fuck was it? Or like my mom's big sexy hair, hairspray the red can Mm -hmm. and I would spray it. So it was so fucking crunchy. And you know, I'm like a little Mexican. So I was like, I'm going to be a child and do this. And it was not (laughs) working. (laughs) Yeah. I, I see, I went the other way. I was like, curls be damned. You guys like, I'm a control freak. I can't, I can't let you just live your life curls. I'm going to plaster you to my head, Mm -hmm. put you in the tightest bun imaginable and Mm -hmm. then put a bunch of little barrettes for character. Oh hell yeah! Duh. And I have like butterfly these, like, clips, crazy giant bangs. Oh my god, my giant bangs! I don't even know how they got that big, but they like a big curve to them. And oh, then at one point, I, I dyed them blonde, and I'm a brunette, and it was it was not a good look. Oh, they're honey. orange. Oh, orange. I'm gonna send you that picture. I'm about to say I need to see this immediately. Oh yeah, I grew into my face thankfully, but yeah, that's a picture. <laughs> that is a picture. I'll oh, send that's... it to you. That's good shit. Yes. Okay. So my random but necessary 90s song that we need in this show is Cowboy Take Me Away by Dixie Chicks. Also, I'd like to add any fucking Dixie Chicks song you can possibly stuff into this show. Please do it. I feel like they they were before their time, as we said when we mm-hmm. talked about this before the show. They if they came out now, like they would still have the same crazy impact, and I think even more so. I love them so much; they were amazing. Had a couple other just like honorable mentions that I would love to see in the show. So, "Fade into You" by Mazzy Star. That could even be an almost kiss song. I think I had it in my almost kiss song and then I changed it. It's such a like standing at the punch bowl kind of song, like you said. Totally. And we'll put these honorable mentions in the Spotify playlist that we have in this article. So check that ish out. We made you, don't worry. You don't just get snippets of these songs. You get the whole shebang. Um, I, I love that choice. I think any, literally any Green Day song, we, we, we kind of looked back on our choices and we were like, fuck, we don't have any Green Day. So any Green Day, especially from the American India album. I know that was later on, but still. Um, and what you had a couple other honorable mentions, right? Yes. So I had like one that I kept t- putting in and taking out, putting in and taking out for the, when they're in the car, like, dance pop song is wannabe by spice girls hell yeah so that song to me was like i was in junior high and that was when like the whole girl power like all those shirts came out and it was like oh yeah no like girls are fucking amazing and i already knew that but now like oh society cares and like oh this band cares 
And I remember just like watching their videos be like, you guys are going to save the world. And like they're, the song itself is amazing because it's just so fucking catchy Mm -hmm. and just like their whole like kick ass, like girls are amazing vibe. Like I feel like even if it's not a song with Liz and Max, just like a song for the, the women in that show, just kick it. Maybe the girls are getting, having a drunk wine night and they turn that on the jukebox. You You know, like not love that song. And I don't, you could have hated the space girls. I'll tell you what I want, whatever they really want. So tell me what you want. Yeah, and like you could identify with one of them, and oh, yeah, amazing. And then I brooded so fucking hard to Oasis, mm-hmm. Wonderwall. That was like when I would go in my room and just be like, nobody gets me, nobody understands my difficult life of a teenager, and you know all that was Wonderwall and that song and like that video where he's just like kind of staring at you and it's like, why are you judging me? I feel so judged as a teenager. Like that. I feel like that was such a good 90s song and like Mm -hmm. such a good 90s video. That's one of my faves. I love it. I think Mm -hmm. these choices are fucking incredible. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I, I think I'm so excited for the show because well, first off, you and I, before the show even started, were like alien sisters and we love wine. And then you get like people that are like, there's been, it, it's been a very long time, or maybe this is the first time that a show is being started that is for our age group, but with the same soapy feels that we desire because you know i mean i i love shows like we we first bonded years ago when we met through pure fandom um over teen wolf you know Mm -hmm. and we obviously weren't in high school but those kids were in high school and then you know there's vampire diaries and all these shows but what i love about this show is that the people around the show on the back end are our age you know they're in their early 30s the actors are in their early 30s and the problems that they're having, we can not relate to because it's what happened to us. We can relate to because it's what what is happening right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a good step for the CW because, um, you know, a lot of their fan base has grown up. Like I first started watching the CW. Well, I've always watched WB, like duh. But got heavily invested in the CW with TVD and Supernatural and you know, we've all grown up. So it's like, if you want to keep your fan base, you've got to start producing shows and shit for my age. Like I'm all about that teen angst, but sometimes I don't give a fork about the 16 year old that is doing whatever, you know, like I want to see some shit I can relate to. And there aren't a lot of shows that target that 31 year old. I mean, maybe I'm, not thinking of the right ones right now because I'm drinking white wine, but I'm like, I don't think I know any 31 year old ass shows. That's why I loved the original so much. Cause it was like grown up shit. Yeah. You know, that's grown how up felt, drama. That's how I felt about like angel. Like Buffy was very much, you know, and I watched it at this age. So like when I watched Buffy, like, yeah, like high school, like I could kind of like, I remember I can put myself back there and they're my age now, but I didn't watch it until I was like, 28 29 mm-hmm. and then I watched Angel and it was just like a little more grown up and like more like oh they have to like fucking pay bills and like gotta work exactly gotta pay bills. And that's like, right 
it's nice to see a show that kind of gives you so this show I think it's going to give you like that taste of angst like with the songs in the 90s and like how all of that brought us right back to our teenage years but also like oh I got a wicked hangover because I'm 34 and I can't fucking do shots at this mm-hmm. bar <laughs> you know like I yeah. feel like it's gonna this show is gonna give us a little bit of both and that's awesome and especially like you know getting to see because everyone has that like first love sort of thing and um getting to see like that look look back like like look back at your teenage years and how it kind of fits into your life now I think that's gonna be really cool to see especially when you get to tie in all these songs that we're all like familiar with and we're we're all in love with so good job y'all good job I'm very excited we can't wait we love the songs um hopefully you'll include some of them check out our uh Spotify playlist we have in this post Follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram at pure underscore fandom. We're also on Facebook. Check out purefandom.com for all your favorite shows, recaps, theories, podcasts, all that fun stuff. We're launching a ton of new shit before fall TV and we're super excited. Um, Did I miss anything? No, I I don't think you did, Liz. Awesome. Well, thank you, Meg. I love you, girl. I love you too. Cheers. My wine is empty. So. Cheers. Me too. So we need to go refill. Exactly. We got gurgly here at the end, folks. This post is sponsored by red wine and white uh, wine. If you're lit. Ew, no. I'm like, I need to go switch to my red wine. I'm feeling funky and not in a great way. I need my, I, I need my I bread. Love, I love that you're shame drinking white wine right now. I like, needed to drink something. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to drink something. Like it always just, I just, mm-mm. I need my red, yo. I agree. Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening. We cannot wait for the show. And I hope you enjoy all of our musical picks and all of our random ass stories about why we picked them. And don't forget to tune into Roswell, New Mexico when it airs mid-season on the CW.